What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 15 of Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Finelli, and alongside me, as always, are my two good friends, Ray Volo and Dean Montalbano. In today's episode, we will be doing our final group mock draft. We're all going to put our heads together for this one. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to put together what we believe is going to happen in this first round of the NFL draft. Um, fellas, how are we feeling? One more day. We can do it. I know work's going to suck tomorrow, but we can do it. Let's go. I'm, ment- I'm mentally exhausted. I don't know what to think. I'm just, I, I need to fast forward. Just fast forward to like six o'clock tomorrow and I'll be good. Yeah. Th- there's never been such contradictory reports before the draft. I think ever it's information overload, dude. This is it really just, is. Information. It really I don't is. I want to fucking think. Um, yeah, this mock is going to be a fucking disaster probably when you compare it to what happens tomorrow, but let's give it a go. Yeah, why not? So, uh, the way this is going to work, um, we're each doing, we're all doing one mock together. Um, so we'll have a little bit of debate on where we think guys will go, who, who teams should take, um, and who we think they will take. Um, so let's start right at the top with the Jacksonville Jaguars, the number one overall pick once again. And fellas, it's seemed in the past few weeks um, that Trayvon Walker is likely to go number one. How are we feeling about that? Do we want to put Walker number one to Jacksonville? I personally wouldn't. I personally, you know, if, if I had to put my dollar on it, regardless of the fact that Hutch, I believe, is a plus 250 favorite if you were to try and uh, make a few shekels right now on uh, sports books. For my money, it's still Aiden Hutchinson. He's still the number one player. I'm trying as hard as I can to make this strictly, this ex- exercise strictly a predictive mock. And I just think everything is, is just smokescreen. I really do. I, I think it's been Aiden forever, and I still think it's Aiden. Right. What about you? Um, all things considered, every, every line was just even. I would say it's probably going to be uh, Walker. That's just I my agree. opinion. I don't know. I mean, there's just so much that like you're saying. I, I listen, I I like that. Uh, sauce break break this tie. Um, I'm also kind of in the same mindset as Ray. Um, I think for a while, I think, I think Hutchinson, though he's most people's player one on their board, I think it was just a lot of media pushing him to Jacksonville and a lot of the initial reports probably weren't even from the team that he was going there. And now as teams have done more scouting teams have met these guys, I think these are going to start being more of what's actually going to happen. It's also, obviously we've said it, say it every pod, but this is fucking bullshit season. Um, but I do think the pick is going to end up being Trayvon Walker. So we'll lock that in. Um, at pick so, one it's so Jack. wild. Listen, Vegas, it's crazy. Vegas knows everything, so do. I, I'm not even a tiny bit upset by that. Uh, honestly, predictive wise, it was like a 50 50 for me. I, I just still kind of can't wrap my head around it, but uh, all right, let's move on. Let's do it. Um, so we're moving on to pick number two. We got the Detroit Lions here. And from what we just said, moving into this pick, it seemed like this was a slam dunk for the Lions to take Aiden Hutchinson. But over the past 24 hours, it has flipped on its head. The odds are now with Kayvon Thibodeau. And a lot of people feel that Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be the second overall pick, which I think is crazy. Personally, for me, in this mock, in this exercise, I'm still going to mock Aiden Hutchinson, the hometown kid, keep him home um, for the Detroit Lions. What do you guys say? I, I couldn't agree more. I don't. I don't see how they'd pass on um, Hutch. I mean, I guess Kayvon makes sense if you're going to pass on Hutch for Edge. It's, I mean, Kayvon makes more sense than Trevon uh, Walker. But uh, I still, I feel like a lot of this um, buzz about Aiden Hutchinson falling to four could be leaked by Detroit. Uh, I don't. I just don't see. It makes too much sense. How are they going to pass on the hometown kid who's? probably the best player in the draft and at a position at the same position that you're going to draft a lower guy on. doesn't make sense. And I find it so hard to believe that this isn't fucking Dan Campbell's boy. Like there's no way. Aiden Hutchinson would run through a wall for this team. And 
even though I don't read a ton into the off the field, not even off the field stuff, but locker room stuff and really kind of drive uh, the lack of the lack thereof for Thibodeau that, that a lot of people have been talking about um, and reasons why he's been, you know, rumored to be out of the top five, you know, a few days ago. Um, but I, I, yeah, this is Aiden Hutchinson in my opinion. All right, so now we're going to move on to pick number three. We've got the Houston Texans, the first of their two picks in the first round. Um, so another team that has had crazy odds flip in there uh, towards Derek Stingley over the past few days, um, which I think is crazy, honestly. Not, not crazy, I guess, but um, it's just wild that, I guess, for a while leading into this draft process, I mean, even me and – Myself and Ray, we have a bet going still that we never actually decided on the uh, wager amount. Um, but Ray was taken under 15 and a half over uh, over 15 and LOL. a half. <laughs> and I was slamming the under. Um, so good on you, Ray. Um, obviously, draft hasn't happened, but you know, <laughs> I hope you, Dean, say it. I fucking dare you, Dean, say it. Yeah, Dean, Glock it for me, please. <laughs> oh, it's Glock <laughs> 15 and a half. I, it, you guys asked me my opinion, and I said I, I said his floor would be 14 to Ravens, so I would take the under as well. Love it. Um, so Stingley has been popularly mocked there now. Personally, I still think if they're going corner, they go sauce, but I really think this is still a spot for Iki Aquanu. Um, and honestly, I would probably mock him here, even though all things are showing defensive side of the ball. I think they really need to upgrade that offensive line. What do you guys think? Um, I don't hate the icky pick. I kind of like Evan Neal here, to be honest with you. Um, Casario comes from that New England uh, background. New England has strong ties to Alabama. That's the only reason why I'm going that. I don't know. I just, and also I just, I think Evan Neal is better than um, icky. I think he's more. I, I don't disagree, but for this exercise, we are trying to predict what will actually happen. Yeah, I don't, I'm saying, but I, I, think, I think the Casario-Alabama connection, that's, also, that's what I was thinking. But Dean, what do you, Dean, what do you think? Because honestly, if you're on a different player, if you're on the Stingley wave that you think that all the rumors are true, mm-hmm. um, we may have to uh, duke this out and re-vote. I... I can't. This has been Iki Aquano. I, I I think that there's no shot they don't take Iki Aquano. I, I I feel like, and even in the past 24 hours, I've heard this, and I feel like we've heard this in stints the whole draft process is that people are obsessed with the top three O linemen in this class and, and th- that they love them. So I. I really can't see this not being a tackle for them and it not being. Icky Aquanu. All right, sweet. So oh, I would do Icky. I, I two, two to one. Two to one again. Two to one against Ray. So we are going Fair. to lock in Icky Aquanu three to Houston. At pick number four, we got the New York Jets. The first of two picks for the Jets here. Um, and in this scenario, I think Kayvon Thibodeau is the pick. Honestly, too much talent, too much upside and too much of a need for the New York Jets. Um, what do you guys think? Also a possibility of JJ here, but uh, I think KT would be the pick for them here. Um, I'm being honest. If we're, I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just, there's so many fucking, the Jets beat is goddamn toxic. I feel like they, a lot of them just make shit up because they like to hear themselves fucking talk or read the, their own tweets and, like jerk off to it um <laughs> fuck it yeah I, I like kt here he's the one name that's not linked to them which i think would be a badass move by uh our lord and savior joe douglas Listen, i think Connor that's rogers, i think that's why he Connor might be rogers there. has been very adamant and he's in that building all day every day he's been very adamant that kt is not the pick here whether he's here or not and he's been saying he's been saying it for a while i didn't even kind of talk about that yesterday uh but even regardless of that, yeah, right. Please, it's uh not Connor Rogers, it's Connor Hughes that you're referring to. Connor Hughes, yeah. Both both Jets guys, both have the same name, Connor. I, I again, I won't apologize. I think I think one's uh, with one end, one's with two ends. Yeah, one, one guy's a one guy's a fucking. Oh, you think I care about that? Guys. Fuck that. 
Yes, Connor Hughes. I apologize, but I didn't even bring this up on the on the mock, uh, not the mock, the prop pod uh, yesterday uh, when I said one of my favorite bets was Jermaine Johnson going for. It did have a little bit of juice, and my reasoning really was, I'll just kind of reiterate really quick, was that I feel like they're really not going to care that much about the, you know, the talk about age and Jermaine Johnson is an ascending player. And we've just heard of Kayvon Thibodeau for three, four years when he came out as the, the number one prospect out of high school. And I just feel like Jermaine Johnson, who also showed up to Mobile where the Jets, you know, staff was and just absolutely lit it up. I feel like that's going to be the reason why I would, in the slightest way, go Jermaine. But you right. Guys, right. Did, did Dean sway you at all off of KT? He pushed me more onto it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, let's go, KT. All right. I love it. We're in for KT at four. At pick number five, the Giants with their first of two picks. This is fucking crazy. All these teams with multiple firsts. Um, I think this pick has to be offensive tackle, especially with Carolina um, right after them also likely drafting an offensive tackle. Um, I think they also need corner help. They need edge help. Uh, but I think picking at seven, you have to get that tackle right ahead of Carolina. And I slate Evan Neal in here, even though Charles Cross has been the hot guy for the Giants as well in the last few days. What do you guys think? You thinking Cross or Neal maybe? I think, I, th- I think we should be quick about this one. I, I know Ray already thinks it as well. I think this is Evan Neal for exactly the reasons you just said, that they're, they're, they're not going to take their corner here if they wanted to obviously get their lockdown number one for Wink Martindale's defense. They're not going to do it here. It just doesn't make sense because, you know, Panthers are not going to get – not be taking Saucer Stingley after they take J.C. Horn and that pitiful offensive line. Ray, you good here, Evan Neal? Yeah, Dean said be quick and then went on a monologue. So, right. I love yeah. that. Evan Neal. I, lo- I love it. Um, six, uh, Carolina. I think this is also a relatively easy pick for them that they would be running in. Um, don't think they're going to end up going quarterback here. I um, think if they do like the quarterback, they trade out if they don't like the tackles. Um, but I think this in this scenario, it's Charles Cross and they're running this ticket in. What do you guys think? Yeah, no trades. Charles Cross, easy. Love Couldn't it. agree more. Love it. And honestly, I think the seventh pick back to the Giants is another quick one, too. Um, I know I outlined possibly the scenario of, of KT getting to the G-Men at seven mm-hmm. um, tomorrow night. And if JJ goes four, like this is how the board would fall for them for KT. Um, but in this scenario, um, I think this is Sauce Gardner. And I think they love this pick, honestly. I agree. Yeah, I like Sauce here. I think cornerback one, press man coverage in that uh, wink defense. I think it's easy. Mm-hmm. I think coaches will be pushing for this, and I think this is a. I think Joe Shane would like this a lot too. This is another trade out situation. Though. I could so see a trade here. Very true. Yeah. Uh, just to reiterate, for this mock, for this predictive mock, I I don't believe we're going to be doing any trades, right? No gentlemen? trades for this. No one. trades. So we're we we're just doing with what we got. But Sauce right. Gardner, I think that's a home run for them. Yeah, I agree. Come away with Evan Neal and Sauce Gardner. That's a great yeah, draft. Really is. Um, at eight, we got the Atlanta Falcons. So this has been a popular place um, for wide receivers to go, and the hot name for Atlanta in the past few days has been Drake London, um, which Dean would slam on his prop bet as first wide receiver. Um, so he would love that. I really do think this is a spot for a quarterback, though. Um I don't know about you guys. What are you guys saying? You think this is still receiver? I, I I'm not gonna lie. I I would not be shocked if this is Jermaine Johnson. I don't hate that either. I mean, I'm I shocked if it's Jermaine Johnson, I wouldn't be shocked. This is my, this might be the hardest pick of the whole draft for us, predictive wise, because I think they can go GW. They can go Garrett Wilson. They can go Drake London. They could go Stingley, uh, even though they're really their best player or their second best player on their team, uh, especially on the defense is AJ Terrell, but more likely it could be Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Jermaine Johnson. I I wouldn't even think it's nuts to go Jordan Davis here. And 
they could be a quarterback in play. I this is this could be anything. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Davis is nuts in my opinion. Um, no. I think a tra- I think this is a trade out spot too. But honestly, I think like wide receivers been here for a while now. They, their receiver room is barren, and I think Garrett Wilson probably fits the best. I think they already took Kyle Pitts last year, who's like that red zone big body target. I feel it's a kind of a redundant role if they take um, Drake London. So I, I don't know. I think uh, Garrett Wilson makes the most sense, kind of. I hate yeah. agreeing with Ray, but I, I think that's a good call. Okay. I would probably say just because of the talk that they really like London as their wide receiver one, I would personally mock London here if we're taking a wide receiver, but. Um, two to one, we got Garrett Wilson at eight for Atlanta at nine. We got the Seattle Seahawks. This is a team that needs fucking everything. Um, and I think this is a really good spot for Jermaine Johnson to come off the board. They need edge help bad. Um, I think this is a home run pick for them. Honestly, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think one of the tackles fell. It would also be, uh, interesting. And I think if sauce fell, it'd be kind of interesting, but I think in this situation, um, Jermaine Johnson makes the most sense. They have also said that they they're another team that it's it's very in on on Stingley too. Um, they have been for definitely a little a, a while now. I think Jermaine makes a lot of sense though. I agree. I, I feel like I feel like they would want to do Jermaine as well. All right, sweet. So we got the Jets back on the clock at pick number ten. Um, this is an interesting spot. I know we keep saying this is a tradeout spot. This is a tradeout spot, but it's. Somebody's going to have to come up for, for all these teams to trade out. It'll be interesting to see who is coming up. Um, but I think in this case, without Jermaine, uh, without one of the tackles falling, um, I think this is probably Drake London here with Wilson off the board. What about you guys? I think this is a receiver or um, possibly Stingley maybe. Uh, no Stingley. I think if – if they kept this pick, it would be a receiver. Also think it's a trade-up situation. I would not be surprised if they reached out to Carolina or the Giants at seven and tried to move up. For who? Um, um I, I think if we if all those reports are true and Icky falls off to go Icky, I can see them trying to trade up for one of the edges at six. Imagine if like K, KT fell and then you go Icky KT. <sighs> Spoiler alert, that's what's in my uh, mock draft for our competition. That's what I have. So Love it. <laughs> love it, love it, love All it. Right. Um, um, so we got Drake London there um, yeah. at 10 for the New York Jets. At 11, we got the Washington Commanders. Um, this is another interesting spot for them. This is a popular spot that I have mocked Kyle Hamilton, and I think it makes too much sense for them. Um, so I'm going Kyle Hamilton here. What about you guys? This is another team. They they need a lot of help. They need wide receivers. They need some linebackers. They they can use a corner, but uh, I feel like if you're gonna look outside of Hamilton, I feel like you would look at probably Stingley. And I think there's an outside chance, especially with all the buzz that he's getting for Jameson Williams. But I don't think that'd be I don't think that'd be a smart move. I'm just trying to think just strictly on a yeah. No, give me basis. keep giving keep giving that throwing out names. Uh, but. Uh, I, yeah, I can't deviate from you. I think this is this would be Kyle Hamilton. I think they've been linked together for, for a while for a reason. Yeah, I think Ron Rivera would love uh, Hamilton in the back end of that D help sure it up. Mm-hmm. Um, corner is interesting, but I don't know. I I just think uh, Hamilton's just too much better than like the rest of the. Uh, I mean that co- that corner room is also brute. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, so at pick number 12, we have the Minnesota Vikings. Um, This is a team that needs corners very, very badly. Um, And I think this is a tailor-made spot for Stingley to go. Um, Also, possibly Trent McDuffie. I think he fits really nicely with them, too. Um, But in this case, um, too high of a, a ceiling for Derek Stingley, I think, for Minnesota to pass up. It's a team that needs offensive line help, but no, nobody really there uh, worth taking here. What do you guys think? I like Stingley a lot here, too. Um, also, Loki wouldn't be surprised if they went with someone like Karloftis. I feel like they can bolster their edge up a little bit, and I, I could see him uh, coming off the board here. That's that's not a bad pick at all. Uh, I like that. I mean, 
Carl Loftus, you guys know this is still top 15 uh, prospect on my board, which I feel like is probably high compared to most. Uh, I feel like it'd be hard to get off Stingley. The only other one that I could see and I would not be surprised by it would be Jordan Davis. They definitely need some interior D-line help. And, and I, I don't know, I'm leaning that Jordan Davis is going to be taken early, early. But I, I would agree Stingley. All right. So at pick 13, got the Houston Texans back on the clock. Um, they took Iki Aquanu with the first pick, so likely not going offensive line again here. Um, this is a really interesting spot. I think this is a perfect trade-out spot for them. Um, this is, spoiler alert, this is my team to, to trade out um, in the mock. I think this is a team that has too many holes. Yeah. Um, and they just need to recoup some more capital and possibly move back. I think this is a great spot for either the Packers or the Chiefs to move up for a wide receiver, possibly, um, and get one of their guys. Um, but we'll see. Um, so at 13, I don't really know who I like here. Maybe McDuffie. Um, I think they'd be licking, I think they'd be pissed off that uh, Stanley didn't make it. And I, honestly, I, I know you said trade back spot, I think I could see them trading up too. I can see it being a trade-up spot to go get Stingley from, like, nine. I don't hate that either. But, I mean, I know. it's If we're talking who's on the board now, I think McDuffie probably fits what they do on the back end probably the best. I, mean, um, I feel like Lovie Smith would love McDuffie. McDuffie maybe, da- maybe Dax? This is way too high. I think this is too high for Dax. Uh, personally, if, if you had to tell me, ask me to rank where, where I believe – um, like rank and order who I think would be picked here. Honestly, Carl Loftus would be number one for me. And then I was going to say, I like Carl Loftus too. I don't hate that either. You want to do Carl Loftus here? I, I think Carl Loftus. I like it. Fuck it. I Why think not? he's without a doubt a top 15 pick. I, if he wasn't going to go here, I, I think he has a really good chance of being a Baltimore Raven. All right. So we'll lock in uh, George Carl Loftus there at 13. I at like 14, we're, we got the Baltimore. Starting, we're starting to be different. I like that shit. I mean, it's gonna happen. It, it it'll never go chalk ever. Like, there's always gonna be fucking crazy picks. This year is gonna be the opposite of chalk. Um. So at 14, we got the Baltimore Ravens. Um. This is a team that could also use McDuffie here. I think Penning fits here. I think Linder fits here. It might be a little too high for him, but this is a, a spot that they could use him. Um. Too high for any of the other edges. Possibly Jordan Davis. Or Devontae Wyatt. There's a lot of guys that uh that Baltimore could go. For me here, I think I'm gonna put lock in uh lock in Jordan Davis here for the Ravens. What do you guys think? I think it's a really popular pick and I'm cool with it. Um also, I mean Ravens trade out a lot and they're just loaded with picks. That's why I, I I wanted to make them my trade out spot in our mock, but I didn't do it. Um, but I think Linder would be such a good fit for this team. They need that center hole. I mean, they could probably fill it on day two, but I feel like that should, would be a sick fit. I think it's a little too early, though. Um, uh, I didn't think you were – I mean, he is mocked pretty popularly here. I, I think there's no shot that John Harbaugh sees Jordan Davis on the board at 14 and not take him. And Dean's really good friends with John Harbaugh. No, I, no, no, no. They're, like, no, not even really good friends. They're best friends. Yeah. Bro, he has me on speed <laughs> But um, anyway, uh, I love what you said about Penning, though. I think if Jordan Davis is gone, which I think is fairly likely, over 50% that he'd be gone by this point, uh, I think their pick would most likely be Penning. I don't know. I feel like they just signed Morgan Moses, and they don't really have uh, much versatility like inside, I feel like. I mean, I know Penning worked there a little bit in uh, Senior Bowl, but I feel like they would need a more immediate need. Listen, I... Also, Loki Kyrie Elam could see that too. Just wanted to throw that out there. Hey, that, that, that'd be crazy. I like bold. Sure, I'm a little biased with my uh, prop bet, but yeah, I, I saw. I had DJ's final mock. I was just, I was just reading. He had Kyrie Elam third corner taken. Really? Yeah, love that. We went um, over yesterday. Twenty one would be a, would be a. I forget where he had him. I think he had him to seventeen, seventeen to the Chargers, and then he had Philly taking McDuffie right after him as the fourth. Um, but all right, cool. So we're going to lock in Jordan Davis there at 14 for the Baltimore Ravens at 15. This is the first of two picks 
for the Eagles. Um, and honestly, I've been, I think I've said McDuffie's name for the last like five picks, but I think this is the perfect spot for him. A team that plays 99% of their snaps in zone. This is a arguably the best zone corner in the draft in Trent McDuffie. I think this is a tailor-made spot for him. Also, possibly um, a Devin Lloyd. Um, possibly like an Olave, maybe. I feel like that might be a little redundant with the uh, Jameson with, with Devontae or Jameson. A lot of chatter, a lot of chatter that they want to move up for that wide receiver. And mm-hmm. they're sitting right in front of the Saints. I feel like Jameson would be a like sneaky. I don't know. Just I thought. think that this is Jameson Williams. Yeah. Go yeah, you like I mean, that. I think I mean, they run this in. I, I I have that in my mock. I just feel like if the, you're an Eagles fan, you're gonna let, you want them to take another wide receiver. Another wide receiver. <laughs> I'd be a little pissed I'm an off. Eagles fan, and I'm not even I'm not saying that that's the pick I would take. I'm just telling you what I think would happen, really. All right. Ray, you like it? I like it. Fuck it. All right. Fuck it. Let's do it. So we got Jameson Williams at 15 to the Eagles. Ooh, I like that. Um, at 16 is the New Orleans Saints, the first of their two picks after the trades with the Eagles. Um, I think this is a tailor-made spot for Trevor Penning, honestly. They need um, that tackle spot shirt up with no Teron Armstead. Also possibly a wide receiver, um, but I think with – the Chargers picking right after that also need a right tackle um, that I think they would like to swoop in, get penning, and then wait three more picks to take their wide receiver or quarterback, whoever they're going to do. So um, I don't know what you guys are thinking, of, but that's my thought process. I couldn't agree more with that. I think in this situation, we kind of had to slot in petting. Uh, um, I don't think he's a left tackle day one. I think that's kind of a bad idea. I think this is a really good trade-up spot, too. I think they may want to try to move up to get one of those top three. I like that, too. But for the case, for this uh, little exercise, pending, I like. I love good exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, At 17, we got the Chargers here. Um, This is an interesting spot for them because no tackles really left for them. Maybe a Tyler Smith. I think this is way too high for him. Um, no Jordan Davis. They could use that interior defensive lineman. Thinking maybe Devontae Wyatt or uh, they could also use, they could also use a really use a linebacker too. Kenneth Murray has not played that well for them um, since drafting him two years ago. Um, so maybe a Devin Lloyd. I don't know. What do you guys think? I like your boy McDuffie here. Yeah, I kind of I, I kind of do too. I think, that up. I think he's I in think, a similar. If this, how, if this is how the draft fell, I think he's in a similar mold to uh, Asante Samuel Jr. too. I think yeah. they kind of have a uh, little similar playing styles. Yeah, I'd be curious to see which one they moved inside. Call me, call um, but I think both have good versatility that both of them can kind of swap in and swap out, play inside, outside. Because Asante Samuel did play inside for them a little bit last year. Um, but all right, I I like that too. Actually, that that defense is really fucking good. If if they sure up that, that cornerback three, that that three really good corners, Derwin in the back end, and that front seven is. Fucking I definitely good. think they are. I definitely think somewhere Justin Herbert is crying though. If this is how the board fell, because I I I've said this before. I think he's grabbing a lotion bottle and going upstairs. If they get penning at seventeen and just slotting him in. Uh, you know, book and the opposite side of Slater. But I I think that this is McDuffie in this scenario. Sweet. All right. So we're at pick 18. We got the Eagles back on the clock. They took Jameson Williams um, with their first pick without McDuffie here. Um, possibly another corner, but honestly, I think this spot is tailor made for Devin Lloyd. Yeah, I like sure. it. Get some athleticism on that second level of the defense. Love it. Dean, you good? That's church. Sweet. Um, at pick 19, we got the New Orleans Saints back on the clock. They took Penning just a few picks ago. Um, and I think this is a spot for the wide receiver that that they want. Or do they take a quarterback here? That's, no quarterbacks have come off the board yet. Um, this is a really interesting spot. I know we've always kind of talked about they think they're one or two players away from being right there. 
So do you waste one of these picks on a quarterback? I just think the move prior to the draft is really, really weird if you're not going to take a quarterback. But uh, so for me, I'm going to say this pick is Kenny Pickett. But what do you guys think? I went into I went into lengths yesterday uh, on our prop pod on why I believe that these two picks are not a quarterback. Uh, I'm gonna kind of save the long rant that I you know did to kind of purvey that thought. Uh, but I think that this is Olave for sure. Just like you said, I think they believe that they are one or two pieces away, and I think they love this draft in this area for a tackle and for their wide receiver to pair with Michael Thomas, replace Teron Armstead, get another weapon, and let James Jameis, I almost said Jameson, let Jameis just bring you to this playoffs. It's a brutal NFC, so I, I really think they get there. Yeah, kind of like a lot of it here, to be honest. Um, I think there, I think there's probably going to be, I mean, obviously there's going to be movement in the draft, which I think will shake the little things up, but if the, in this scenario, I think a lot of it would be the pick. All right, so we'll lock in Chris Olave, the wide receiver, at 19 to the New Orleans Saints. Um, that's a nice haul for the Saints getting Penning and uh, getting Olave, but whew, I don't know. Jameis scares me, honestly, but we'll see. Um, so pick 20. Before he got hurt. What's up? Played well before he got hurt. Yeah, he was playing all right. Um, at pick 20, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Um. I really think this is a quarterback, honestly. I know we I know Ray is like why the why is their GM gonna retire after they take a quarterback? But I mean, I think especially the way the board has felt in this case where they didn't have to move up and they have their pick of which one they're taking, I think there's gonna be a quarterback. And I think it's Malik Willis, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um I know the ties between Kenny Pickett and, and Pittsburgh are, are obviously uh, are obviously known to freaking share a facility, but uh, I think Mike Tomlin has spent so much time with Malik Willis, and I think they want a difference maker, honestly, at quarterback. I think Mike Tomlin is Mike Tomlin is is single handedly making this pick, and I think in that manner, this is a hundred percent Malik. I find it I, – I, I'm going to assume that they are going to probably trade up to ensure that they get Malik. And this is a prop bet again that I like, but I, I think that this would be definitely Malik Willis. I disagree, but I'm not going to fight you guys on it. Plug him in. You think Pickett? I don't think this is going to be a quarterback. I no? Yeah, I don't think so. But who, um, who, uh, who else are you thinking for, for Pittsburgh? Probably. Uh, I like Zion Johnson here a lot. I like okay. Jordan Davis here a lot if he makes it. Um, okay to talk, be talking about this this exercise though. Oh, I mean this exercise. I mean I like Zion Johnson, yeah, or Kenyon Green. Okay, I don't. But, hate, I don't hate that. You but like I, Zion, you like Zion over uh, like Linder? I think Linder fits their scheme really well too. Uh, yeah, I think I, I like Zion more to be honest with you. Okay. Um. But we are going to lock in Malik Willis as the first quarterback taken here. Um, give, us a, give us a rundown of the recap. Let's give it the first twenty picks. Good point. Good point. The I was first gonna, yeah, I was going to do it on sixteen, but I forgot about it. it. The first half, but I'll run it back in the uh, the top twenty here. So at one for the Jaguars, we took Trayvon Walker. At two for the Detroit Lions, we took Aiden Hutchinson. Three for the Houston Texans, we got Iki Aquanu. Four for the Jets, we have Kayvon Thibodeau. Five for the Giants, we have Evan Neal. Six for Carolina, we have Charles Cross. Seven for the Giants, again, we took Sauce Gardner. Um, At eight for Atlanta, we have Garrett Wilson. Nine for Seattle, we have Jermaine Johnson. Ten for the Jets, once again, we took Drake London. Um, At 11 for Washington, they have Kyle Hamilton slated in. At 12 for Minnesota, they took Derek Stingley. 13 for Houston, we have George Karloftis going there. 14 for Baltimore, they had Jordan Davis. Um, 15, the first pick for Philly, we took Jamison Williams. Um, 16, the first one for New Orleans, we took Trevor Penning. 17 for the Chargers, we have Trent McDuffie. Um, 18, the second pick for Philly, we have Devin Lloyd. 
19 for New Orleans, the second pick for them. We have Chris Olave and a 20 for Pittsburgh. We have Malik Willis. Um, so still a lot of good players out there. And uh, on a couple teams, I mean, we got Green Bay coming up with two picks. We got Kansas City coming up with two picks. Um, so this will be a really interesting back half. But we have the New England Patriots here on the clock at 21. Um, this is a team that honestly really needs to bolster their defense. Um, I think corner is a big need for them. I think linebacker is a big need for them, but could also see um, offensive line. They could use another guard um, and possibly a wide receiver. I know they have uh, have nightmares about Nikhil Harry going in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, without Jamison or Olave being here, it's, I don't see wide receiver. Um, for me personally, I see corner or linebacker for them here. Um, I kind of like Kyrie here for, for New England. What about you guys? I think Big Bill would love Nicobe Dean. That being said, I think that this pick is going to be either Kyrie Elam or Andrew Booth. And void of injury for Andrew Booth. Booth. I think this would be Booth. I really do. I think he fits what they do perfectly. But because of those hernias, those sports hernias, and the history that it could be a little bit wonky, I think that this would be Kyrie Elam as well. Yeah, I like Elam here a lot. Um, I'm just going to go say it, though. Patriots fucking suck. Their team, they do a lot of shit. Their, te- their team is honestly not good. The fact that they Tell made the Bill wouldn't love Nicobe Dean in the middle of that defense. That's actually that's another thing I, I was going to say, too. I, I saw like a tweet today. I can't remember who it was from. I think it was maybe Schefter or someone. But um, they're saying Quay Walker uh, wouldn't get past the uh, Patriots. Oh, Matt Miller tweeted it. Love that. He said that's what he heard. Quay Walker, first linebacker. Locked. Crazy-ass Bill, bro. Locked. Wow. Um, even That's though he interesting. Went, Is that really even, what he tweeted? Even though if he went here, he still wouldn't even be the first linebacker taken. But <laughs> That's right. That's it's still um, still an interesting prop bet. Uh, we we slated in Kyrie. Yeah, we got Kyrie here. So um, at 22, we got the Green Bay Packers. Um, wide receiver. Uh, guard. Edge. They could use a linebacker too, honestly. Um, I like I, tra- like I like Traylon Burks here. Yeah, I think, I think this has to be a wide receiver, right? I really like the fit for him here. I haven't mocked here a lot. I don't, I don't know why, but I I love John Dotson to them. But um, I think if you're I think if you're a Packers fan, you're praying for Carl Loftus to drop to here, but. Obviously, since he didn't in this exercise, right? They're just going to take that wide receiver now, right? And not leave it up to chance because I kind of boys, the boys could take one. Titans could take one. I think Buffalo could take one, too. Cardinals. Yeah. Cardinals um, could take one. I'm going to uh, I'm going to side with Ray. I think this will probably be trailing Burks in this situation. I kind of like him in their scheme, too. He could do a little bit of of different stuff. They run, they ran a, a lot of motion for Devonte Adams. And I, I like getting him in space. Uh, some of those quick behind the line of scrimmage plays for Traylon Burks. So like let's, let's lock in Traylon Burks here. Yeah, um, moving around a lot on the line of scrimmage, kind of like how they did with Devonte Adams. I think that's, I think it's a good pick. All right, cool. So we got 23, the Arizona Cardinals, um, another team that could possibly take a wide receiver. Um, I think this team personally needs to get stronger up front. Um, and I think this is a great spot for Zion Johnson to go. I agree. Or, or Kenny Green, whichever uh, your flavor is. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Zion guy. I like Zion here. Um, it's just like predictive wise. I just, I could see Cliff Kingsbury like pounding the table if Burks was here for him. But in this scenario, since Burks is not here, I like Zion Johnson. I'm Dean, totally cool with that. Yeah. Sweet. So we got Zion going 23 to Arizona. Um, Dallas here at 24. Another team that honestly 
some of these teams that made the playoffs last year, like they have a lot of fucking holes. Dallas is like, I feel like they're kind of on their way down, like big time. I mean, I, um, I in went in went into depth about that when we went over the <laughs> NFC East. Dean said he'd rather be the Giants. Remember, <laughs> they have an upward they have an up upward trajectory in my opinion. Right. Yeah, um, obviously because they're in the fucking basement. <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, I talked about that. I didn't say I'd rather be them. Would you rather be looking up from the basement or looking down from the penthouse? Well, we're jet season ticket holders. We are in the basement as well. So I, I'm a little biased, but yes, I'd like to be in my position. Still. I'm in a fucking well. I'm not in a basement. You actually I'm are in beneath the basement. basement. Raising, the, raising the well, he's shouting. He's like, can anybody hear me? <laughs> <laughs> People are throwing fucking loose change down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got the Cowboys here. Um, this is a team that could use offensive line help. Um, they re- they really need a tackle, but I don't know if I see any of these tackles going here. Maybe Rayman, but probably not. Uh, I actually be- just got a text. Ray uh, Rayman just got uh flagged medically. Apparently, Love that. Man. So mid mid pod mid pod I hammered over thirty seven and a half. <laughs> Love that. That's so funny. He was starting to get a little bit of steam to be a back end of the first round. Yeah, I never saw it, but um. Again. This team that an, another team that could use an edge rusher, maybe, or possibly a spot for Nicobe Dean here and free up Micah a little bit. Ooh, Micah and Nicobe Dean running around together. That's yes. fucking hey. sexy. Uh, you, you know how I feel about the boys, and I think that they should be locked in on getting Devin Lloyd. I I, I feel like they that would be amazing for the exact um, just said Nicobe Dean would do it as well. For me here. I kind of like uh, I kind of like Boyamafe here. I kind of do too. I was actually thinking about it, but um, I think Kenny Green makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think I think Kenny Green's the boy. Yeah, you just shift out uh, McGovern. They really need a tackle. But who's their who's their left guard though? Didn't they just lose Connor Williams? Yeah, they, they have a uh, McGovern there. I thought he was his, um yeah, who's their center? Oh no, it's still uh it's B it is. Yeah. Um hmm. it's 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 McGovern Ooh. from uh from Penn State. On yeah. like they could they could use an upgrade there. I'm good with oh, I'm good with Kenny Green. You know who I actually really like here too? Uh Tyler Smith. Mm. I, I our tackle would, flexibility. I would think it's gonna be Kenyon Green and I'm fairly alone on this but I, I think he does potentially in a year or two have uh, outward versatility to tackle um i don't know if he's your everyday tackle but i i think with him you, you might be able to you might, you, might, you might be able to get a you might be able to get a game or two out of him at tackle mm-hmm. but it won't be pretty um, I really like Kenny Green, though. I've seen him falling into the second round, and I know the Jets don't need a guard, but I would fucking love him, honestly. Yeah. That guy's he's just a good football player. He's a plug-and-play really guy when, when you need him, uh, if he fell to the second round. Um, but I I like Kenny Green here. Ray, you want you guys want to go Kenny Green here? I'm yeah. Okay. So we will lock in Kenyon Green, the guard for Dallas here. We got Buffalo. On the clock at pick 25. This is an interesting spot for them, too. Um, can... Really, really quick. No. I I feel like we kind of did an injustice because I totally forgot and I just noticed it. We could have definitely talked about Daxton Hill being the pick there, potentially. Yeah, they, they, I, I, uh, I can see that. Brutal. Um. I just think they need to get stronger in the trenches. No, I agree. On, on, I both, agree. Si- on both sides of the ball. I agree. Um, I just wanted to kind of bring it up as a potential. I mean, they're also talking about taking wider, another wide receiver. Like, <laughs> so it's oh, fucking crazy. Like, they're yeah. talking about Traylon Burks. Got there. They're taking take Traylon Burks. Like, you can't just <laughs> you can't just put off like your team's needs every year like this. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. CD Lamb was a home run for them. Uh, when they had other areas of need, but he also dropped to 17. That was a little bit more of a no brainer, in my opinion. 
I don't know. They still have a lot of needs, but uh, oh, obviously, yeah, no, they do. obviously worked out for them. Um, but for Buffalo here, um, could use a corner, could use another wide receiver, could use some offensive line help at guard and at tackle. Um, I really think they upgrade the corner room, depending on how the board falls. I don't know if I love a lot of running back chatter here, too. I think they're sprinting in the Andrew Booth card, like sprinting. Like, as I don't hate that. I, I like Booth. I like that mock here. I don't know if I'm, it happens, but I like I'm it. good with Booth. I think they're employing Usain Bolt to run it up for them. That's how fast they need it up there. Okay. Um, so we'll lock in Andrew Booth there to be their uh, CB2. Um, that's a good scheme fit, too, for him, honestly. Um, I like that. Um, so at 26, we got the Tennessee Titans. Um, need to get stronger on both fronts. Uh, this has been a popular spot for Tyler Smith to get mocked, and honestly, I think that's the best spot for him. I like it a lot. Also, I um low key like Linderbaum here. Ooh, kick. Want to take Linder here? Take Ben Jones to a, a guard or whatever. Uh, I, I don't. I feel like Vrabel would love him. A pick that I love here a lot. I kind of like pairing Jahan Dotson with AJ Brown, a true three level threat, kind of someone you could plug into this slot. I feel like they just got Bob Woods, though. I feel like they're kind of redundant skill sets. Very true. I still think wide receivers a need for them, though. And he, and I think it, I who, think so who too. knows if AJ Brown's even going to be there. That is a good point. I forgot about Bobby Trees just for a second. That's your but boy. Yeah, that's, that's your a, boy. You forgot. That is my fucking boy. Bob, Bobby Trees is my boy. Damn. I like Tyler Smith though. I like. I, I think he. I like. Uh, I like Tyler Smith as well. I. I guess the only other. Uh, they do need linebacker help. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if this was Nicobe Dean. I feel like that is definitely a variable guy. Holy I don't shit. think. He, I don't think he really fits in the scheme. To be honest with you. That's fair, but they'd be yeah. more likely to be Quay Walker than Nicobe. I. I would be shocked if he took Quay over over Nicobe Dean. That, Vrabel would be fucking he just loves guys that just bounce off the wall and are just so hyped about football. Just take leadership roles right out of the gate. I All right, let's sweet. just do Tyler Smith. Yeah, we're going Tyler Smith there though. Um at 27, this is Tampa Bay. Um they can kind of go fucking anywhere here, but I'll let Dean make this let Dean make this pick. You want to make this you guys pick? Know I think I, I agree. Every time. Right. Devontae Wyatt. Love it. Like every time and twice on Sunday. Right. I think if uh, if he falls to like them here, they're fucking they're sprinting. Pumped. I think that this is a guy who's going to, without a doubt, have a day one impact. And guys, fucking, I mean, I don't know. But Tom is 97 years old. I keep, I think this is my fourth year of saying that. But. It's win or bust, right? No, uh, is he yeah. going to play another ten years, or is this any, it? Any any <laughs> season it. you any season you have with Tom Brady yeah. as your quarterback is win or bust, is it not? It is, yes. Right. Um. All right, sweet. So at twenty eight, we got the second of two picks for Green Bay. They took Traylon Burks with their first pick, um, and I mentioned Boy Mafe. Earlier, possibly for Dallas, I think this is a sweet spot for him to go, especially after losing Zadarius Smith. I think this is a plug-and-play guy right away. I couldn't agree more. I was going to say that. You stole, you stole it from me. Yeah, well, we're, we're Mafe guys. We're big We're big 10 guys. Yeah, got to ask. We get it. Dean, you cool. don't get it. Don't, don't let Dean talk. Just, just yeah, put it no, in. You don't get it, Dean. Um, at 29, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, the first of their back-to-back picks here. Um, so let, let's talk about both of these picks, honestly, collectively. Um, they need wide receiver help. They need edge help. They could use another corner. Um, for me, and they also need a linebacker too. For me, if these are my two picks, I'm taking Dax Hill with one for sure, and I'm taking Dotson, I think, with the other. What about you guys? Um, I couldn't say it better. I, I think Dax Hill definitely. Um, I think Edge would be really intriguing, but boy, Mafe just went. Um, this is another spot that 
I have in the past mocked Ojabo for them. Um, That'd be badass. That would be badass. I, I really like that, honestly, for them. Um, if they can just wait a year for him, because I, I think he fits really well. But again, is this another team that it's it's Super Bowl or bust? Patrick Mahomes obviously is way younger than. Well, Brady. well, with their with their move to move on from from Ty Freak, this is definitely a front office that is dedicated to not winning. You know, within you know, not winning the next two, but winning five in the next twelve years. You know what I mean? I, right, I mean, right. those numbers might not exactly be. I'm with you. Know, you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Thank um, you. Thanks. I also think I think one of these is definitely a trade out spot too. Possibly, I think it's a trade up spot. I think yeah, I think it's both. I think it's a move spot. Good call. Um, let's do let's do a job over here. Ojabo here. I like I it. like that. Think. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I love the Dax sale. I mean, it, th- I think this is definitely Dax sale. It gives you safety corner versatility. You just lost. I got two picks. Like that's that, we're we're, ta- we're taking Dax Hill at twenty nine. We'll take okay. Ojabo at thirty. Okay. Um, that's, that's I like that. I think they could go wide receiver, but as you said, like they were just ready to part ways with with Tyreek, and I think they've. It's you can't replace him obviously because he's a fucking freak. But I think they've done enough where they'll get production from their wide receivers. They have a ton uh, of picks too. They have so many picks. They can go double dipping later on in the draft, right? And you have fuck, and you have Patrick Mahomes. Like at a no, certain point, point, he he elevates all your wide receivers. So I don't know if you have to go wide receiver there. I really like Ojabo there for their for their future. They desperately need edge help bad. Um, so cool. We got Dax Hill at 29 and, and Ojabo 30 for Kansas City. 31, we got the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and this was a team I talked about yesterday in our prop pod that they've pretty much shored up their offensive line after being absolutely miserable the last two years trying to protect Joe Burrow. Um, and I think this is a really good spot for a corner. Um, I think this is also a good spot. Um, for defensive linemen, and we mentioned Logan Hall. Um, I think that's a really, really good fit for them um, in terms of some of the other edges that could possibly slide in. I don't know if I like anybody else here to take one of those guys. Um, I like Kyler Gordon here. I, I really like Kyler Gordon here, honestly. That's been a... Uh, been a popular pick for me kyler gordon that's too high for mccreary i like i like kyler gordon here what do you think dean who else you thinking i don't know i think i think that they're very upset at how this board dropped and even though i like kyler gordon a lot i still i i just think they are kind of going to employ draft good players. They just made it to the Super Bowl with a pretty piss poor defense, even though it, you know, the front seven, especially the D line, showed up in that playoff run. But I think that this is Linderbaum. They could still upgrade at center. And I still think that's I mean, an insane value. I, I just think it's draft good players and the board didn't fall their way. I don't know. It's hard. I wouldn't hate if we went Kyler Gordon, but I would still, I would still, deep down believe that's Linderbaum, and I can't believe that he's, he's going to drop his. They, si- they signed Karras to a pretty nice deal, so I don't think they go Linder here. Um, yeah, I think, I think that they can also like add some interior depth later on in the draft. I like, I think they have to address that defense. I agree. I'm, I'm between Kyler Gordon or Logan Hall here, or, uh, or maybe a, a Travis Jones. They did. They did resign. Um, resigned BJ, BJ BJ Hill, but uh, maybe getting some some depth on the interior. What do you think? I I think it's Gordon. Honestly, I think they go corner. I think it has. I, I think Gordon makes more sense there. I think it's a more premium position, uh, a little bit shallower position too. Uh, you can get some rota- rotational defensive tackle later on. All right. So Kyler. Yeah, we'll go Kyler Gordon there. At 31 to the Bengals. And our final pick of this mock draft, 32. We got the Detroit Lions back on the clock. They took Aiden Hutchinson. 
with their first pick. I mean, in this scenario, it's got to be Kenny Pickett, right? It has to be Kenny Pickett. There's a quarterback. There's a quarterback. I think it's Kenny Pickett as well. Let's say, let's just say for all intents and purposes, Pickett goes before this and they're at this pick. I think it's Ritter. You think they you think they still go quarterback at this spot even if the two are off the board? I think I think the fifth year option is invaluable, and I think they like both of those guys a lot. I think they I, like the top three. I think they could go to Kobe Dean there if, if the way this board fell. I would fucking love that for them if That'd they went. Sick. If they went Hutch and then Kobe Dean. I believe. I mean, the Jags just spent fucking thirty, like forty mil on linebacker. I think they still think they can get Nicobe Dean, 34. All right, fair enough. But we uh we got Kenny Pickett slated in at that spot. So we'll go through the uh the whole mock right now. I'll read it back off. Um so at one we had Trayvon Walker going to the Jacksonville Jaguars, two for the Lions, we have Aiden Hutchinson, three for the Texans, we have Icky Aquanu, four for the Jets, we got Kayvon Thibodeau, five for the Giants, we have Evan Neal, six for Carolina, we have Charles Cross. Seven for the Giants again. We have Sauce Gardner. Eight for Atlanta. We got Garrett Wilson. Nine for Seattle. We have Jermaine Johnson. Ten for the Jets again. Uh, we have Drake London. Eleven is Kyle Hamilton to Washington. Twelve for Minnesota is Derek Stingley. Thirteen for Houston again is Carl Loftus. Fourteen, we have Jordan Davis going to Baltimore. Fifteen, we have Jamison Williams going to the Eagles in their first pick. Um, at 16 for New Orleans in their first pick, we have Trevor Penning. 17 for the Chargers, we have Trent McDuffie. 18 for the Eagles' second pick, we have Devin Lloyd going there. Um, really like that. Jameson Williams, Devin Lloyd for the Eagles there. Um, at 19 for New Orleans, their second pick, we got Chris Olave. At 20, we have the first quarterback coming off the board, and it's Malik Willis to Pittsburgh. Um, at 21 for New England, we have Kyer Elam. At 22 for Green Bay, their first pick, we have Traylon Burks. At 23 for Arizona, we have Zion Johnson. 24 for Dallas, we have Kenyon Green. 25 for Buffalo, we have Andrew Booth going there. Um, At 26, we have Tyler Smith coming off for Tennessee. Um, At 27 for Tampa Bay, we have Devontae Wyatt. That's just a slam dunk. It really really is. God, fuck Tom Brady. Um, (laughs) At... (laughs) At 28, Green Bay second pick, we have Boye Mafe. That's a good haul for them. Traylon Burks, Boye Mafe at the back end of round one. Um, at 29 and 30, both picks going to Kansas City. We have Dax Hill and then David Ojabo. At 31 for Cincinnati, we have Kyler Gordon. And then to round out our mock, Kenny Pickett with that fifth-year option headed to Detroit. Fellas, how are we feeling about that? I think this is a sick mock. It's gonna look like absolute dog shit tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna. Right? <laughs> oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be brutal. It's gonna but, be brutal. Yeah. Any names off the top of your guys' heads who who didn't make it in? Like uh, guys yeah. looking, you know, guys on the outside looking in. I could think of Jahan Dotson, Kobe, Linder. Receiver out of Penn State. Yeah, we have uh, Linderbaum, the top center. Yeah, Kobe uh, Bean. Way Walker, Christian, Christian Watson. I don't know if you said him, but yeah, probably not. Maybe maybe Lewis Seen could slip in. Yeah, um, Jalen Petrie. Petrie. Yeah, I, I think I think the big guys are definitely Linder, Nicobe Dean, and then Dotson um, are the three guys that could possibly slide in. Um, but we'll see. The draft is always full of fucking surprises, um, and. Uh, We'll see tomorrow, fellas. Let's go tomorrow, we, bro. We did it. We're here. One more sleep. Um, might not be able to sleep tonight, honestly. Just thinking of too many fucking scenarios. Can't, can't wait to uh, slow cook that. Uh, those Rubens. Yeah, we're doing Rubens tomorrow for the draft. Um, so it'll be sweet. Can't wait to get that shit all of my fucking face. Um. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> So that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our group NFL mock draft. Come back tomorrow. We're going to be fucking live at Dean's Crib. Um, You'll get all of our reactions right away, all of our thoughts as we go through the first round. Um, We're going to have a couple guests, maybe some some G-Men talk, maybe some fake... uh, 
fake Dolphins talk from Nikki. We'll get, <laughs> um, and hopefully we'll be uh, cracking some beers and celebrating some wonderful Jets selections. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Between Two Tackles with the number two. And stick with us as we are finally here for the NFL draft. Fellas, appreciate you. Love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. More sleep, boys. <laughs>